This podcast contains explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Creepy Cannabis Podcast, where we chat all things creepy, cannabis, true crime, paranormal, and weird. I'm Madeline. I'm Rachel. And we were going to record earlier, and then we accidentally smoked the most potent (laughs) (laughs) strain. I feel so validated by this experience. It was wild. I was knocked out. I just, I kept feeling like this strain that I had been smoking was just like abnormally strong, and basically Sean kept acting like I was like a little punk ass bitch and I was like no like something's wrong and so of course like I called the person who has the most weed education that I know and I was like hey and no like like, we took like I mean what was it we shared a bowl yeah well no essentially though with how like it split up Mm -hmm. approximately one bowl's worth and we were like drooling and shit like absolutely no thank you so that was an intense experience yeah that was not um how we foresaw that going no to say the least twasn't also that weed very specifically turns me into alexis from schitt's creek so if you hear any valley girl any phrases that sound like an out-of-body experience just know that my alter ego is alexis rose in case you were wondering i don't think they were but (laughs) they are going to hear about it anyway so so what's up over there the strain (laughs) the strain i'm smoking today is called santa cruz blue dream Mm. so it's like a blue blueberry florally um scent with um a very earthy after taste um it usually has a mid to high thc content um this one is 23 percent i think and it gives you a relaxing, level-headed high, um, usually helping you feel creative, uplift your mood, um, help with stress, help you feel relaxed. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it's good for insomnia and pain relief. Well, listen, so. I'm excited to see how it helps you during these trying times. Yeah, and I'm using my new Puffco proxy, which is like... A little Sherlock Holmes pipe, except it is a concentrating, a concentrating, a concentrate, <laughs> like, rig, but it's so small. It's like a little chamber, and Imagine you just pop it in. if Sherlock Holmes was... Dabbing? On a spaceship. Like, the kind of shit he would have. I mean, That's look at that. Like. And then it just heats up. You can poke whatever temperature you want, low, medium, high, and you just put the concentrate in the top, close the little lid, and then you... It heats up, and then when it vibrates, that's when no. you know it's ready. You know what? So it's a very easy way to consume concentrates, because otherwise I would never, ever, ever use them. <laughs> Just too much effort. Because you usually have to use a blowtorch and, like, heat up the... Oh, it vibrated, guys. Please hold. 
Mm. Tastes good. Good. Does have a peppery, spicy aftertaste, as described. <laughs> she said, as described. Oh my gosh, my stomach hurts so bad. Yeah, that's nice. We, it's my birthday tomorrow. Indeed it is. July 11th. And, okay, let me tell you how my, my relationship works. Sean, if he wants to do something, will just never do it if he knows it's something I don't like to do. So then I have to pretend I like to do it so that he does it, knowing full well it's something I never want to do, but, like, I have to do it. Aw. Yeah, so he's been talking about going to this, like, Korean barbecue place by us, and I just know me. I know I'm not going to like it, okay? I'm a chicken tendies bitch. Like, give me some nug nugs and some hug hugs and That's some mop sticks without yeah. marinara because I'm so fucking white. Bless you. <coughs> oh. Bless you. Like, literally, they gave us salt and pepper at this restaurant, and I was so confused. I was like, what the fuck is this? And they were like, It was just a dish of salt and pepper. I'm like, why wouldn't you put any salt on the meat? Yeah, it was weird in my defense. But anyway, Sean really wanted to go to this place, and I did not. So when he was like, what do you want to do for your birthday dinner? I was like, oh, my God. We should totally go to that Korean barbecue place. And I had to put my acting skills on. It's a lot of work. And it was just... It was very stressful from start to finish, I think. Mm -hmm. I was incredibly stressed. If you are an introvert, um, no. 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 Well, sometimes they have them where you cook your own meat, but this was not that. No, they were doing it for you, and it was very apparent um, by their faces that they were very unhappy to be doing so. Um, And then I felt bad because I truly couldn't understand the one waitress, and I kept having to ask her to... I'd be like, huh, huh. And then I felt like a dick. It was just a stressful social situation for moi because when Sean's like oh my god what do you want for your birthday I'm like mm, a nap a nap like I want to go to and bed some alone time you know go to sleep mm-hmm. um but the food was really good I just ate way too much of it and my stomach is so offended yeah but like I'm 34. so much pork belly I'm old now like I don't want to be doing some running around for my birthday <laughs> I want to be leaving the house we literally <laughs> were like oh my god we're gonna go to dinner and then come home and record and then watch gigolos and then fucking gigolos got ruined i know do you want to give that quick snippet or are we just gonna save it for the day there's a <coughs> i can't stop coughing um there's a show on showtime mm-hmm. called gigolos it's extremely explicit not yes. recommended for any families <laughs> under any circumstances oh, under any circumstances it is like somehow more graphic than porn but it's but shorter, it it's very short clips of it, and then it's, like, a reality show with a bunch of male gigolos. That are, like... Anyway. But, yes, yeah, so there's <laughs> one on there that both Maddie and I really, really liked. His name is Ash, and he just has, like, the most beautiful flowing hair, and he was so beautiful, and then we fucking found out today, mm-hmm. Maddie was like, oh, I wonder if there's still gigolos, and then, yeah. no, he literally was arrested for beating his girlfriend to death. Indeed he was. And then he was only sentenced to 8 to 20 years. I think because he turned himself in, so I'm concerned. I mean, they were like that doesn't mean anything. You already feel bad, so that's just what I think they thought. I don't make the rules, okay? We don't so, even know who makes them. It was ruined. So that ruined that. So then we were like, "Fuck!" Well, that's harshing our mellow. Let's just. Go it really forward. does harsh the mellow. It does. It like honestly, that was our favorite show of all times, so, and like the whole time I was watching, he literally it, was, murdered like, his whole ass girlfriend. Yeah, and then like I'm like, "Oh my god, is it the girlfriend that we saw featured on the show?" And, and if you watch it, he's just like. Uh, peace and love and empathy yeah he's saying and then the buddha brought me back to my yoda and then you're like you 
beat someone. And then you literally beat someone with your bare hands to death. Huh. Anyway, so maybe one day we'll cover that. It's a pretty short and sweet, so maybe it'll be like a... Ow, god damn. Maybe I couldn't find a, a lot of detail. Um, But that's all the essential news, I believe, that's available at this time. I'm also going to be just 100% leveling with you guys. Like, I'm still so high. Yeah. Like that. It was incredibly it, alarming. <laughs> I want you guys to know that that's what I'm usually smoking when Maddie is, like, trying to keep me on track. And I was like, I need you to know, like, I'm not a mm-hmm. fucking piece of trash. No. Like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. So if you guys ever are like, what's wrong with her? Now you know it's just, like, way too strong and I need to switch it up to something else. Indeed. Um, What are we talking about today? It's a dark one. <gasps> You never do, like, real deep darks. So, listener discretion is advised. Twice. Because shit's nasty. Ew. Um, mean, nasty, and rude? Is that what it is? Yeah, mean, nasty, and rude. I'll start with the background on the victim, in this case. Um, Timothy Richard Tim McLean Jr., it's a long one. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> Tim, I mean, Tim, Tim is just Timmy. Tim for short. Uh, Tim McLean Jr. Hold on, I have to adjust. Okay. I want my fan base to be like, what are those runs? It's literally just mm-hmm. me trying to move. Proceed. He was born on October 3rd, 1985 in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Mm-hmm. He grew up in Winnipeg. No. Winnipeg. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't even come I did put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Um, in Winnipeg and in Ellie, Manitoba. He was 22 years old um, when he was killed on July 30th, 2008. At the time of his death, he had been working as a carnival worker, um, specifically a carnival barker, which the first time I heard that, I was like, what the fuck is that? I literally was like, like barking like a dog. Um, it's somebody who attracts patrons to an entertainment venue. So... But, like, why? The more you know. Whatever. Okay. I don't, you know what? I don't need that. And he did that in Edmonton, Alberta. Um, On December 21st, 2008, five months after his death, his son was born. (gasps) Oh. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. I know. So, on July 30th, 2008, Tim was returning home to Winnipeg after working at a fair in Edmonton. Um, He departed Edmonton and boarded a Greyhound bus, um, number 1170, to Winnipeg um, via the Yellowhead Highway through Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan, eh? (laughs) You ever see Grown Ups, the movie? No. There's like, whatever. All right. Just watch it. (laughs) Okay. I've learned that the people don't give a fuck about that five-minute story I'm about to tell, so we're just moving past (laughs) Okay, so he sat at the rear of the bus, one row ahead of the bathroom. At 6.55 p.m., the bus departed from a stop in Erickson, Manitoba, uh, with one new passenger, Vince Lee. Lee was described as a tall man in his 40s. He had a shaved head. He was wearing sunglasses at 6.55 p.m., already suspicious. He sat near the front of the bus at first, but then he actually moved to sit right next to Tim following a rest stop. Um, Tim didn't really notice it. Like, I don't know. He just 
Yeah, that's always hard for me because I would notice that and I'd be like, that's unnecessary. Well, I'd be like, why Why did you, like, we didn't just, it's a rest stop. It's not like a stop where people get on. So why are you suddenly sitting next to me? Yeah. But as women, we are, like, a little bit more conditioned, I think, to be aware of our surroundings. Well, like, that story I told you, like, I've had several of my male friends be like, he was literally just running because he locked himself out of the apartment. And I'm like, who the fuck acts like that? No, those are men that have... Like, one thing men can just never understand is, like, how much women fear men. Oh, yeah. In general. I'm like, you know what? I wasn't willing to figure it out. No. Like, I wasn't willing to see if he was just a man that had locked himself out of the apartment. Had that been you, you'd be like, oh, okay, I understand. I'm gonna go sit over there. Like, you Mm would have been gone. I would have been like, good day to you good sir. day to you sir i said good day <laughs> i said good day. i said good day i would be dead because i would freeze in fear you know this mm-hmm. so so he fell asleep against the window uh with his headphones in according to witnesses he was sleeping with his headphones on when the man sitting next to him suddenly produced a large knife <gasps> not asleep with his headphones like literally so unaware a large knife and he began stabbing him in the neck and chest after the attack began, the bus driver pulled to the side of the road, and he and all of the passengers fled the vehicle, obviously, because of what was going on. It's just really sad. Which is really fucked up, because nobody even tried to help him. But also, like, how up. do they... I understand why people don't... You don't know. You have your own life, your children, your family, your friends, whatever. I, I can't fault you for making that choice. I don't... I'd probably be so terrified that I'd just be standing there traumatized. Oh God, that poor guy. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah. So... The driver and two other men made an, oh, okay. I spoke too soon. Okay. The driver and two other men made an attempt to rescue Tim, but they were chased away by Lee, who slashed at them from behind the locked bus doors. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. He ultimately decapitated Tim and displayed his severed head to those standing outside the bus. Um, at which point he returned to the body and began severing other parts consuming some of the body i just physically can't understand cannibalism i mean who does that raw 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 uncooked meat Uh, human meat salmonella (laughs) whatever no (laughs) not sure it's not funny i'm just uncomfortable i'm sorry guys horrifying can you imagine i took so many greyhound buses when i used to go back and forth from new york no and no if i literally by myself no cannot i think i'm more offended that he's like asleep with headphones in and you are awoken by being stabbed in the neck like i always just feel i mean horrible uh, for people who no don't see it coming like if you don't get to see it coming you can't you even shot, try to like, like but i'm yeah. talking about like you don't see it coming and like you live for a minute Ugh. and like do you know how long okay we talk a lot of people behead people do you fucking know the effort that goes into beheading people with just a lot i mean i mean i don't personally know but i can deduce that it's not be a good. long time it would not be um an enjoyable experience for anyone for anyone but here we are. Okay, so... So at 8.30 p.m., the Royal Canadian Mounted Police um, received a report of the stabbing on a Greyhound bus west of the city. They arrived to find the suspect still on board, being prevented from escaping by another passenger, the bus driver, and a truck driver who had pulled to the side of the road and provided a crowbar and a hammer as weapons. 
You know how horrifying that is? Like, a bunch of people know where to go on the side of the road, presumably men, women, and children. It's just, uh-huh. like, a generic Greyhound bus. Trying to keep this man inside of the bus with the and body of which, you know, a human that he just murdered and decapitated. Also, like, these stories never talk about it, but, like, you have, like, okay, yes, that reality of the situation, but, like, these people were alerted to this crime, presumably by a man screaming as he's being fucking stabbed to death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I would never recover. You would just have to, at that point, just take me out. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make it. Um, the passengers were huddled at the side of the road, some of them crying, some of them vomiting. That makes sense. Um... The suspect had earlier attempted to escape by driving the bus away, um, but the driver had engaged the emergency immobilizer system, rendering the vehicle inoperable. I don't know what the fuck that is, but, but thank God. <laughs> like, but, like, thank you for thinking through this. Oh, my God. If he had driven away. Ah. Um, witnesses had observed the suspect stabbing and cutting his body with a knife um, and carrying his severed head throughout the bus. How fucking disturbed what even i swear i think people that do shit like this like don't have a soul they're just a meat suit there's like no internal spiritual working of any kind i'm just like not well after that no so by 9 p.m the police were in a standoff um and had summoned in special negotiators and a heavily armed tactical unit the suspect um paced the length of of the bus pretty much and continued to defile the corpse which is great like just in various yeah okay police officers observed him eating parts of the body i just it's raw it's raw it's raw it's raw like i'm if you eat a piece of steak that's cut the wrong way you can barely chew it so okay i'm doing my best the stranded passengers were transported from the scene um to be interviewed obviously by the police and one of the officers heard Lee say, quote, I have to stay on the bus forever, end quote. <laughs> on July 31st, 2008, at like 1.30 a.m., he attempted to escape from the bus by breaking through a window. Um, they immediately arrested him. I mean, him. it's surely surrounded on all sides. Of the he side. was shot by a taser twice, uh, handcuffed, and then placed into the back of a police car. Parts of the victim's body were placed into bags um, and were obviously taken out of the bus. His ear, nose, and tongue were found in Lee's pockets. I'm just taking that one in. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. His eyes and part of his heart were never recovered and are presumed to have been eaten. Bye. Okay. His eyes, part of his heart, and what else? That's it. Okay. His eyes and part of his heart. Okay. Yeah. I was, I got a little, I blacked out in the corner. Mm-hmm. I did as well. <laughs> okay. Um, at 10 a.m., representatives took the other passengers to a local store to, like, get them new clothes and, you know, pretty much replace everything that was on the bus because that was just, who, nah. who knew when they were going to get that back, I guess, because it was all evidence. It was all impounded. Um, and then, like, it took until 3.30 that day for them to be reunited with their friends and family. Like, everyone was on the bus. They what? had to, like, spend all night being interviewed. And- A horrific experience. Yeah. Like, I've experienced one flight delay. And, like, the worst thing that happened to me was I had to stay at a nicer resort overnight. Like, 
not even nicer, just like a bougier. Mm-hmm. But so some background on Vince. Oh yeah, shit! I was like, how did he get there? Yeah. To that how point? did he get to there? How did he get to that point, please? Because what the absolute fuck? <laughs> so he was. I'm gonna butcher this, but he was born in Dandong, Leo. <laughs> Stop. Leoning. I'm high. Just leave me be. April thirtieth. 1968 I need to know what started um, in this. China in 1992 he graduated from the Wuhan Institute of Technology with a bachelor's degree in computing okay from 1994 to 1998 he worked in Beijing as a computer software engineer um, and then in 2001 he immigrated to Canada and became a Canadian citizen by November 7th 2006 um the psychiatrist, there was a psychiatrist, Stanley, who later examined Vince and said that he was hospitalized in like 2003, 2004 after an incident with the Ontario police. Um, he worked in Winnipeg at like menial jobs and at, oh, at Grant Memorial Church. So he worked menial jobs at Grant Memorial Church for like six months to support his wife, Anna, married. Oh, um pastor the pastor who was at that church um said he seemed happy to have a job and was committed to doing it well despite the language barrier and um you know not being able to speak with other congregation members very well that actually sounds really sad and hard mm-hmm. i'm not excusing beheading any of someone guys just like relax but yeah. he sounds like genuinely disturbed he moved to Edmonton in 2006, abruptly leaving his wife um, oh. alone in Winnipeg until she joined him later. And his jobs included working at a Walmart, a fast food restaurant, doing newspaper delivery. His delivery boss, um, also Vincent, okay. described him as reliable, hardworking, and not showing any signs of trouble. That's how they always describe him. Four weeks before the murder, he was fired from Walmart for, after a disagreement with, like, a couple other co-workers. And just before the incident, he asked for time off from his delivery job to go to Winnipeg for a job interview. Oh, he straight up said, can I have time off to go to an interview? So, it's literally on the bus. Like, he's supposed to be going to Winnipeg for a job interview, and poor Tim is just returning home to Winnipeg after working. I can't even. Like, after working a long-ass day, like, you have a baby on the way that you're never even going to get to meet. That shit makes me sick. Of all the people on the bus, like, he just picked this random person. That could just as easily have been me or you. Mm-hmm. You or I. Uh-huh. And I don't like that feeling. Oh, you're not going to like it even more when you uh, hear what happens. No. Uh, it gets worse. Okay. So, his trial commenced on March 3rd, 2009. He pleaded not criminally responsible because of mental disorder. I mean, okay. Mm-hmm. You you beheaded and ate someone. Mm-hmm. So, he accepted that the offense occurred, but he claimed that he was unable to form the necessary mental element to not do it, I guess. Um, he said... The psychiatrist who examined him said that he performed the attack because he was hearing voices he believed were from God, telling uh, telling him to destroy the demon sitting beside him or he would be killed himself. But you 
had a knife on you, so I don't think that's what happened. The presiding judge accepted the diagnosis. Even though he had the knife on him. And ruled that he was not criminally responsible for the killing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So that guy's family also gets no justice. That's so great. he was remanded to the Selkirk Mental Health Center. Is he still there? Well, in the week following the attack, Greyhound Canada announced that it was pulling a series of advertisements, which included the slogan, there's a reason you've never heard of bus rage, because... Now you um, have. Yeah, this incident led to tons of petitions and stuff for people to, for them to increase security on the buses. Um, Tim's family brought a lawsuit against Greyhound. Um, The Attorney General... uh, general of canada and vince and it was for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars on june 3rd 2010 okay so his trial was march 2009 on june 3rd 2010 he was granted supervised outdoor walks within his mental health facility um by 2011 it was reported that he was responding well to his psychiatric treatment and that his doctors had recommended that he receive more freedoms phased in over the next several months so need i remind you trial in 2009 murder in 2008 2011 that's three years let's give this guy some freedom he's earned it he only did one bad thing um by 2012 it had been reported that he was granted temporary passes that would allow him to walk out of the health center and visit the town of selkirk uh supervised by a nurse or a peace officer not even a police officer and in an interview he spoke for the first time saying that he began hearing the voice of god in 2004 and that he wanted to save the people from an alien attack Sometimes I am genuinely rendered speechless by nonsense. But all of that, fine, but you still have the knife with you. You still move seats to attack this person. Mm-hmm. Then once you were beside him with your intent already well in place, then the voices told you to kill him? Mm-hmm. Okay. Suspicious. It's more than suspicious. It's a blatant falsehood. <sighs> So, by 2014, he was allowed to have unsupervised visits to Selkirk, starting at 30 minutes and expanding to full-day trips. Okay. It all makes sense to me. What is there, like a no-transportation clause in his shit? Since 2013, he's been allowed to have um, visits to Lockport, Winnipeg, and other nearby beaches. Goody. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes fine that tim won't get to do any of that on july 17 2014 um there's a report that one of the first officers on the scene of the crime in 2008 uh corporal ken barker had committed suicide and he had reportedly experienced post-traumatic stress disorder um significantly spawning from that I can event only imagine <laughs> how a person could get over that um In 2015, he was reported to have unsupervised day passes to visit Winnipeg so long as he carried a functioning cellular telephone with him. Okay. 
Well, I mean, you must be doing something right because I keep giving him all these, like, walkabouts. In 2016, he legally changed his name to Will Baker. So if any of you are dating a Will Baker now in his late 50s, mm-hmm. about, yeah, mid to late 50s, um, he chopped someone's head off in a bus. Yeah. He did also eat pieces. Yes, he did. Wrong. Um, but he did a really, really good job at day camp, and so it's fine. And I'm not, like, bashing mental health institutions. I just am really bothered by the fact that this person literally beheaded someone and cannibalized them, and then we're just acting like, oh, okay, well, you're responding well to treatment, so here you go. You still have to be responsible for... I can't even imagine. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm a little hot about it. It's fine. Um... So he legally changes his name and then seeks to leave the independent or leave the group home to leave independent, live independently. I can't speak. And he won the right to live alone on February 26, 2016, under the recommendation of the Criminal Code Review Board. Okay. Um, by February 10th, 2017, that same board ordered him to be discharged and he was granted an absolute discharge. There are no legal obligations or restrictions pertaining to his independent living. And he's just been living ever since? Will Baker, folks. Okay. So, that's that. I have found that lately I just am no longer surprised by anything. I was like, oh, for sure he's just in jail for the rest of his life. Like, at Min. At Min. (laughs) He's there for, like, 50 years. I would say lockup would suffice, but, um... But what they meant, actually, was, like, we're just gonna blink and then let him out. (sighs) I'm fucking dead. And I'm still high for I understand, like... Oh, God, no. He literally chops someone's fucking head off and ate part of their heart on a Greyhound bus while women and children vomited and cried outside of the bus as they fought for their lives not to allow him to escape. And now think of how many more children are going to have to see that shit since they can't be aborted. I'm done. I'm dead. Wait, Patty, I'm high. Remind I'm me what done. the process that you got me that I love. Abort the court. Abort the court. I, was I love it. The abort. I, was trying to I saw it and I was like, I need that. So we got matching hats. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's all for me. Yeah, I mean, what else is there to say other than the United States criminal justice system is flawed? Because there are people in jail for life for cannabis. Correct. And we are... Less so today in today's day, but... But there are still people from previous mm-hmm. that are still stuck with it because of some bullshit, mm-hmm. like, fucking wording. And or who died in prison, or... Yeah. Yes. And this man sawed off someone's head. Correct. And they were like, you're good. You've behaved really well. And you've had no tantrums for three years. And I'm really proud of you. I'm Go back really into the world. Honestly, like, I God was speaking to you, so therefore, we're good here. Also, yet again, poor God, fucking minding his own goddamn <laughs> business. He's just up in heaven trying to hold this shit together. There is no holding it together. I mean, he got a little bit of a break when Trump got kicked off Twitter. He was like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, can focus these forces elsewhere. <laughs> Okay. I think he's getting it back. And now another person be like, God told me. He's like, bitch, I tell you shit. Mm-mm. I tell you shit. I said, love thy neighbor as thyself. <laughs> <laughs> bye. I'm so bye. I gotta go. Okay, bye. Uh.
Okay, bye.